Hello, Lorna. Hello, Lena. How are you today? I'm doing very good. I'm feeling very happy. I'm feeling very invigorated. And before we get started, I do just have three of my favorite words to say to you and to all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh my gosh, it is 2024. It is. And it is the spring semester. Mm-hmm. And it is week three of the spring semester we are recording yes. this on wednesday january 24th mm-hmm. 2024 mm-hmm. isn't that interesting i'm the still 24th, messing it up i know you're like i'm the other day i wrote down 2011 so i did really yes that's the, that's okay i wasn't talking about messing that anyway up. so um it's week three are you liking your classes i am a lot okay choose your favorite one and tell me about it okay you can choose two my choose three tell me about your whole schedule (laughs) um 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 i'm in a really interesting class right now called uh feminist of color perspectives on disability illness and health and it is really interesting really cool um very uh progressive in a lot of its thinking and a, a lot of its um studies and readings that we focus on and I'm very much enjoying it, and I, it's something that I feel very passionate about. So I, I really, I very much enjoy that class. And for all of our listeners at home that might want to think about taking that in the future, who's the professor, and what is the subject? Yeah, it's uh, taught by uh, Dr. Haley Yoshisaki Gibbons, also known as YG on the Hiram campus. Um, it's a biomedical humanities class. But yeah, if you're looking for a really interesting uh, class with a lot of diverse uh, voices in the information that you're reading and absorbing, definitely one of these like YG biomed classes are really interesting. And Lena, you're not usually a biomedical humanities student. I am not usually. I'm an English major. So I think that's really interesting because I am also not typically a biomedical humanities student. I'm a writing major. And I'm also taking a biomedical humanities course this spring semester. Mm -hmm. I am taking a class with Emily Waples, her um, class, How We Die. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a really interesting um, like ethical course about the culture of death in America, Mm -hmm. the funeral industry, um, and the ways that um, hospitals are involved with um, patient death and different ideas surrounding death. I don't know. It's a whole death class, which is really cool and um, fun and challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you ever, uh, if any of our listeners are ever interested in the gender studies minor, which I am also one in addition to my English major, um, there's a lot of interesting uh, biomedical humanities classes related to gender. Um, so I find biomedical humanities very interesting, but could I really study it and have it be my main focus on my studies here? Probably not. I'm not, not very good in the sciences, but I do find, uh, gender studies and all of those things related to that very interesting. So, uh, all of my, uh, peaked interest terriers out there in gender studies, they're like, oh, I want to, I want to learn about gender studies. Um, but Okay. Something that I do really like, though, is that it's possible for me to take a biomedical humanities course in my third year here at Hiram. Um, It's definitely not like an introductory course. Like it's not a level one. It's like a 300 level. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't look. I'm really grateful that 
like I am at this liberal arts school with a lot of interdisciplinary classes Mm -hmm. and I can just like explore and do cool things outside of my major like I don't have to just totally be in the writing world and since I like I am a writing major like I mean it's just a wonderful opportunity for me to be exposed to new things um and it's great too Emily Waples is a um uh, Dr. Waples is a like English um, person, you know. Mm-hmm. I believe that her undergraduate was in English. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but she's a writer, and um, we like read poems in the class. So it's it's a really good course. I I always um, really luck out and choose an inter- dis- interdisciplinary course that has a lot of good writing and English components in mm-hmm. it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, what else are you taking? Uh, I am also taking um, a class that we are in together. Oh, our shared course. A shared course. It is a pop-up course, which is another really cool aspect of Hiram that we can have little pop-up classes. If you're not familiar with pop-up courses, which I really wasn't until this year, yeah. uh, For context, I'm a sophomore. I, there are li- these little pop-up classes that professors can just be like, I'm interested in this subject, or I'm well-versed in this subject in addition to my main discipline here. And then they just they write it up, and they get it in the system, and then you can take it. And it's like a one-hour course, you know, like one hour a week, something like that, like low time commitment, not, not like a regular three-, four-hour course. And it's usually on something like really cool, really cool. And they're almost always pass fail. Um, Mm -hmm. So you'll hear them be referred to as like a pops course. I've taken a number of pops courses at Hiram. Some are like reoccurring, like they're taught all of the time. Some just pop up. (laughs) But you should always look for them. I every time I'm planning my schedule out, I search for those pops uh courses and be like is there anything happening because you also just want something to fill your time like um we haven't even talked about the class itself yet just the concept of a pops course which is so cool um but our pops course is taught by the dr casper debbie casper Mm -hmm. um who's an environmental studies professor here at hiram and who does a lot more than just um teach is really actively involved on campus Um, and a really important member of the community. So it's great because I don't take environmental studies classes, and so I don't typically get an opportunity to work with her. Me neither. Um, But I am getting this opportunity to take a course with her, and it's about cultivating well-being. That's the title of it. Mm -hmm. And so um, we actually meet tonight. We meet Wednesday evenings, Mm -hmm. and we talk about um, how to build a good life for ourselves Mm -hmm. um what else am i missing lena cultivating well-being of the mind body and spirit holistic well-being um it's very interesting so i highly recommend that you be on the lookout for uh those pop-up courses um that hiram has to offer because they're they're very special and you should utilize that get that hour on your um in your total course hours for the semester yeah i mean if you typically take like anywhere from like 12 to 15 credits which is the norm like Mm -hmm. getting an extra credit hour you take a pop-up course every semester every year like it does add up and it's all really cool Mm -hmm. like i've said i've taken a number of pops courses and the cool thing about them is they're not just taught by like um like regular professors they can just be by regular like just any instructors or staff at the college like for instance um last fall i took a pop-up course taught by zach fox he taught a pop-up course on sustainability during the fall three week and it was super fun um but yeah cool courses always keep a lookout for them um 
my other class I'm taking is I'm taking my UCS this semester, my, my junior seminar, and it's really cool. Maybe I'll find time to talk about it more on the podcast in the future, but basically it's um, titled, Is There an I in Team? It's taught by Roxanne Sorg and Joe Line, and we are um, all the members of the class are just revitalizing old club spaces on campus. So there's a lot to say about it. So you'll definitely hear me talk about this class more on the podcast. But if you want to learn more, go to Hiram Highlights and check out the article that our own media uh, marketing um, Hannah Maxwell and Noah Pilgrim wrote about mm-hmm. this class and about the spaces that we're doing. And then you can learn a lot more and stay tuned and I'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Okay, now that we've gotten our intros out of the way, we've gotten we've gotten comfortable. We're back in the groove. Twenty twenty four podcast Terrier talks. We we must address the elephant in the room, the elephant in the podcast studio, if you will. The elephant in your ears, mm-hmm. the um, item on everybody's mind as they're listening. Mm-hmm. We're I- nine minutes <laughs> in, and we haven't uttered a single word over this controversial situation. I know this probably was weighing on your mind over break, all of our listeners at home, but we promised that we would make an episode every week during the three week of the fall semester of 2023. And we did not do that. We did not follow through on that promise. We did not follow through. We made an episode in the first week, the second week, and then the third week, we fell apart. Or more particularly, I fell apart. <laughs> I got I got sick. I I was a mess. I was stressed. And it just it did not happen. And <laughs> you know what? I, I, I just wanna say for all of our listeners out there, I I know that you were all concerned. And I am I, I'm assured that all of your letters of well wishes and um, asking what happened to us were lost in the mail mm-hmm. but I'm sure you sent them I'm sure there are dozens of letters in the mail that are lost yeah. asking what happened to us but we are okay it's just that the three week is crazy it gets tough whether it's your class or it's uh, personal your, your, life yeah, your personal it's the ho- life especially the in schedule. the spring it's around the hol- or the fall it's around the holidays yeah it's sick season I mean yeah no sick season and I was hosting some events it is all piled up but, you know, that's just a reminder that, you know, whatever you got going on here at Hiram, you know, you have your priorities. You should always, always prioritize being a student, but you should not prioritize that over your mental and physical well-being. Exactly. So if you're sick, if you got something going on in the brain, in the body, something's coughing. In <laughs> your toes, in, in your, your nose. nose. Yeah, something in there. Please take care of yourself because that's what I did so that we missed the third week episode. And I'm so sorry, everyone, but it's a good lesson. It's okay. And like, honestly, it can get kind of crazy juggling um, everything that you have going on. Like we're not just students. We're involved on campus. We have wonderful jobs that we're a part of. We have wonderful groups that we're um, engaged with. And um, I don't know, this week has kind of, I mean, it's week three. In the last three weeks, I've had so much going on outside of my classes. I mean, my classes have been really great, but I've had so much um, involved with the things that I have committed myself to that, I don't know. I want to talk about those a little bit, but I also want to talk about one of the only reasons that I can manage all of it and stay afloat is that I have, over my years at Hiram, developed a very 
um, good routine and planner system. Mm-hmm. Um, I like notability is my life. It keeps me organized and um, makes me happy. And so that's why I'm very proud to announce to listeners that um, on February 5th, Monday, February 5th at 4 p.m. in the library basement, I will be hosting a notability workshop. What? Yes, where I will be sharing my tips and tricks and sharing what has worked for me, how I developed those things, and how I kind of stay on track of it all. Um, So I think that it's a really good workshop, obviously. That's why I'm leading it. And I also just want to say again how much I love Hiram because this was just, I mean, I, I work at the library. I work at the circulation desk. Come say hi. What's up? I'll help you do something. Check out a book. But um, the library director, Janet Vogel, was at the desk the other day and just noticed me on my iPad working on Notability and thought it was so wonderful the way that I use the app and um, has really been the library just won a cool grant. And so they're looking to host more programs. And so this is just a program I'm doing um, because I'm really passionate about Notability. I'm passionate about the way that getting organized changed my life. Believe me, I am not a type A person at all. Okay period but this is a really good habit that i never thought was possible so anyway just to plug that um and speaking of upcoming things going on um i'll just run through the quick list right okay um this won't be chronological i'm uh, you know but let's look at our our harm highlights okay sugar day um the date april 4th was just announced um if you have any questions obviously reach out to um dr romberger Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Um, either plan to present that day, uh, if you have to for a class, if you have something that you want to present, or mark your calendars so that you can see your friends presenting that day. I presented last year. It was very fun. I loved it a lot. We also have the Omicron Delta Kappa care packages. They are now accepting donations through February 21st. This is at the Career and Community Engagement Office. Um, they believe that food is a human right and it is an immediate and intangible, it is a tangible way to help someone. Every donation of food helps. That is absolutely true. Uh, they're accepting food and non-perishable goods. Um, this includes things like toothbrushes, toothpaste, deodorant. Uh, they're making these pair ca- packages. They're going to be sent out Friday, March 1st. If you want to apply for a bag, reach out to Morg Kush. That's Kush, K-U-S-H-M-C at Hiram.edu. But yeah, they're accepting non-perishable items in jars, cans, sealed packets. So nothing opened. Um, But yeah, they're recommending uh, the personal care items as well as foods. So sauces, soups, beans, vegetables in cans, honey, peanut butter, even candy, juices, um, coconut cream, fish, and oil. That's Uh, the list of food items that they have. And if you're wondering um, what's in this for me in order to not only help others, they are also including a raffle for some awesome prizes if you donate goods. So not only should you donate to help local people in your community and where these bags are going to, you should also consider for the raffle. And um, also, if you are somebody that likes coffee, birds, the environment, mm-hmm. community, fellowship, um, the Field Station is hosting a Coffee with the Birds event series um, 
open to the public. It's going to happen throughout the winter, January 26th, which is this upcoming Friday, February 23rd, March 22nd, um, and April 26th. So for more information on that that's happening early in the morning, you can um, visit Hiram Heimert's. Of course, I always encourage you guys to click on those links that are there, but it's also there's information on the um, Field Station's Facebook. There's information on the Field Station's um, Instagram, and there's also information in the hearts and brains of all Field Station friends and employees that you know. Mm -hmm. um, but show up to the Field Station around 9 a.m. on any of those dates I just listed and drink some coffee, watch some birds, um, talk with some friends. Um, now this next reoccurring event you know it's great when there's just reoccurring things you can put in your calendar and just do all of the time and this next one i'm going to talk about kind of has a little bit of a personal story connected to it um i know getting a little personal on the pod but i don't know if you knew this lena but every week in the kennedy center bistro mm -hmm. mondays from 4 to 5 p.m there is a spanish table this is a table open to friends um, and people to speak Spanish together, practice their Spanish, um, intermediate, beginner, novice, fluent, you know, it's just a place to speak Spanish. And very embarrassingly, this most recent Monday, I hyped myself up all day. I was like, you know what? I used to do Spanish table last year. I had it. I didn't do it at all in the fall semester. I'm ready to get back on my horse and, um, hablar espanol. I was very excited. I ran to the I, I just planned my whole day around it and then I got to the Kennedy Center and the bistro was empty and I thought oh, what what's going on and the th problem is is that in the planner I was just talking about how organized I am and how important that is to me mm -hmm. but the problem is that I had written down the wrong time no I had written that it happened from five to six it happens from four to five what? so I got there right as everybody had left oh. and I was so disappointed muy triste soy muy triste um, but it's okay. I can go next Monday. Um, but the reason that I was so excited Monday to go to Spanish table was because that was the day that I decided to apply <laughs> for what? the study abroad trip to the Galapagos Islands. What? And if you didn't know, I'm sure we all know the Galapagos Islands and what they are. <laughs> Charles Darwin, hello. <laughs> we know this, but I don't know. Did you know that they're in Ecuador? Off no. the coast of Ecuador I in South America. No, I and they speak Spanish there. Mm -hmm. And I have been studying Spanish for a good amount of time. Mm -hmm. And I was really excited for this trip, but I was on the fence of it because of costs and all types of things. But this recent Monday, I decided to, you know, throw my hat in the ring and apply. Mm -hmm. Because if I got accepted, I would be very happy and I would make it work. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have also considered applying. I think I'm going to soon. Um, it sounds very exciting. It sounds like a really fun trip uh, with Professor Mary Quaid as well. And Brad Goodner. And Brad Goodner. So imagine birding in the Galapagos. I, oh my gosh, I have to, I have to call myself with down. Brad Goodner. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, and even if you don't speak Spanish, like myself, um, I took French. And when am I going to use that? Well, I was going to go to France, um, but that was set for the year 2020. Well, we all know what happened there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. N no specific events happened in the year 2020. So um, I can't think of one that would prevent me from 
you trained your ankle yeah, you couldn't go to france traveling across the globe uh, but, there was uh, nothing that was absolutely shut down no, for several months i don't at a know time. what you're talking about um, um anyway yes even if you don't take spanish like myself um or if you haven't studied it at all yeah or maybe you're a little rusty because maybe you took it in high school and you're like i don't know you don't have there is no need need. and here's the thing about um study abroad trips offered through Hiram is that they are like we're talking about interdisciplinary friendly this study abroad trip Mm -hmm. will be focusing on biology environmental studies and writing but you don't have to be interested in any of those things Mm -hmm. you also don't have to speak a lick of spanish i've never even been on a plane before lena ross i've never even seen the ocean and i'm applying to fly across the ocean in a plane scares my little pilgrim brain and i don't know so that's what's really exciting you do need to either um study abroad study away or um register an internship through the Hiram connect program as a graduation requirement so i'm really glad that i mean i just have to go to the galapagos to graduate basically (laughs) that is not true gotta go (laughs) that is not true but i i just don't want anybody to think that there are some types of giant requirements for you to go on some type of trip there are things you want to keep in mind and mm-hmm. you can reach out to mary quater brad goodner to hear more about this trip you can also reach out to matthew Notarian. notarian he is our study abroad um, coordinator he knows all about that kind of stuff and you can also find information on the Hiram website under the study abroad section and even more specifically under the galapagos section so if it doesn't sound interesting to you to go to ecuador to learn about all of the work that charles darwin did and see this amazing flora and fauna um you don't have to there are a lot of really cool study abroad opportunities happening in the upcoming years not just the galapagos so please check in on that um it sounds really exciting because it is really exciting mm-hmm. um but uh one of the things i'm most excited for is i'm gonna get the chance to i might if i get accepted sorry i'm just speaking it into <laughs> existence <laughs> not getting ahead of myself but to travel with mary quaid um as i've mentioned i'm a writing student so therefore um mary quaid is my advisor she's my academic advisor i've worked Mm -hmm. with her since my first semester at hiram even before i got to hiram we were emailing and chatting it up um and she is so cool and fascinating if you've not gotten a chance to take a class with her please do that but um she's also the advisor to um the organization on campus that i am a part of writers in residence mm-hmm. one of the organizations i'm the president of the Hiram college cohort for writers in residence and that's kind of what we're gonna end the episode talking about is this organization i know i've plugged it but today we're gonna give it its time its space to kind of breathe and um, maybe answer some questions and help you get involved so this writers in residence cohort, the Hiram College cohort of writers in residence, you say? Yes. What does that entail? So um, a cohort is like a chapter um, or group of people. So writers in residence isn't just something that exists at Hiram College. Actually, it's an Ohio-based nonprofit with cohorts at multiple different universities and colleges across the state. Um, Hiram just happens to be the best one. That is very true. Um, so what do you all do on in this in this cohort? So I'm really glad that you asked that, Lena. So um, Writers in Residence has a large goal of so we work directly with um, populations of juveniles that are incarcerated, so kids that are in jail, um, and we facilitate creative writing. Um, 
workshops with them to help give them an outlet to build community and relationships and to offer them a space to kind of like air their selves out Mm -hmm. and connect with other people in the community um so that's that's one part is these workshops that we do um are really important in like fostering these relationships and then we also have a second part um of our re-entry mentorship program so after the kids um finish their sentence and um come back into society we host mentors in their area that help them accomplish goals like getting a driver's license getting a job Mm -hmm. um applying to college things like that anything that they really need help with um that's what our mentors do but um for our cohort what we do is just we run and lead and help with those creative writing workshops so once a week um a gang of us probably about 12 usually um students from Hiram college gets in a little van and we listen to a playlist that i curate <laughs> and i drive us about 20 minutes towards ravenna to the portage geauga county juvenile detention center and then we spend an hour going through the creative writing workshops we have prepared and then um we do that every week for eight weeks and then at the end of those eight weeks we have all of those writings that they um, made uh, compiled into a chapbook that we publish so all of their work gets published at the end of the semester that they would like to get published and so it's really great so we get to publish the work from these authors that are incarcerated and I don't know it's a really rewarding experience and um, a really big part of my life at Hiram that's awesome um that's that's really cool that that as well as like afterwards um people help them like move on from that situation as Mm -hmm. well um and not just like while they're currently incarcerated uh doing that part but there's also a very big question of like what happens after right it's very cool to hear and as well as the writings being published because that i think that that's something that a lot of people would probably want to read be interested in yes um so uh keep a lookout um sometime in march we are going to be hosting an event reading and selling some of our chapbooks well you can get a chapbook for free with a donation of ten dollars <laughs> um so i will you know how that stuff works but um yeah so keep a lookout um be involved with writers if this is something that you're listening to and you're like oh my goodness i would love to be a part of this we are hosting our training orientation um on tuesday the 31st of january and our first workshop will be the following tuesday um which is the 6th of february right yes that's the 6th yeah so then the 6th is when we start our first workshop and work with the kids for the first time um so please just like reach out to me Uh, my email is m-e-t-z-g-e-r metzger l-s at hiram.edu um you can also reach out to mary quaid her email is q-u-a-d-e mr at hiram.edu and we would both be really excited to talk to you either about uh potentially joining in before our orientation on next tuesday or joining in a uh, following semester um so yeah i mean writers is a really rewarding and wonderful experience and we have a lot of great people involved yeah that sounds really really impactful i really love that um no one gets left behind 
um, because no one should be left behind, whether incarcerated or not, um, and especially not our youth. So I think it's really impactful that you guys are all doing that. Yeah, and I really appreciate, like, the organization um, gives us a lot of opportunities to do um, justice work and activism outside of just the programs. So I get a ticket usually every year to the Cleveland International Film Festival Mm -hmm. to um, watch the films on display because there's um, almost always a good film relevant to um, justice reform. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, this definitely won't be the last time we talk about Writers in Residence. Um, There's always different things going on uh, with Writers in Residence, new events happening, um, and there's going to be some EAC events on the way as well. So... If you're looking to, to spend some more time with me as well, then yeah, we've got that going on. And it's great that we can just be involved on campus and be productive students. And it's great that we get to talk to you listeners about the things that we do, about events that are upcoming that we care about and think that people should join in. If there is anything that you want us to talk about, we almost always um follow the Hiram highlights which is a great tool that you should look at and um you can also talk to us if there's an idea you have for the podcast that you want us to highlight and talk about but with that with that talk talk to you soon soon, terriers. terriers